Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. If you want to help out, all you got to do is hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by interestinglife987. My boss tells me that I should work for what I got hired for. Two years ago, when I worked for tech support, I'd been hired to respond to people who had errors with our website at the company. I'd gotten taught how to do everything, so if someone got called off sick, I could work their position so we were never understaffed. My manager at the time was as graceful as an angel. He would never raise his tone to little things, and he retired seven months after I was employed. The new boss, we'll call her Karen, however, was another story. One time she had fired one of my coworkers for getting the wrong cake for her birthday. But I was never the one who got in trouble as I wasn't causing any issues until I started working in a different position. What are you doing, OP? I say I'm covering someone's shift. She cuts me off. You work as tech support. There's people waiting. I say yes, but the shift I'm covering is more important than tech support. She cut me off again. Do the job you were hired for. Go to the front and do your job. Malicious compliance mode on. As you wish. I walked to the front desk and do exactly as I was asked. I went to the front, helped everyone there, and when I was done, I sat there doing nothing as I was doing my job, helping with tech issues. About an hour later, my boss bursts in the room fuming. What are you doing, OP? I say, well, you see, Karen, I'm doing my job. I was hired for tech support, so I work as tech support. But there's issues in the back, OP. Come on and help us. I say I'm sorry, I need to do the job I was hired for, so I can't help you. I smirk. The following day, she let me cover someone else's shift, and she worked for tech support. If you were sitting there doing nothing at your job, and the manager bursts in and asks you to do something that is out of your job description after complaining that you weren't doing your job already, would you call them out on it? Would you demand that you get paid double your salary for doing something that isn't your job? Or would you probably just give in and help them anyways? Let me know what you would do in the comments down below. This next story is by Rabbit Rathian. Just put a bit of everything on there. This was a recent instance of malicious compliance against me by my father. We'd both spent the better part of the morning working in the garden, pulling out weeds, removing dead tomato plants, harvesting what we could from what was left and repotting a lot of plants that had outgrown their pots, and we were both worn out. At about lunchtime, dad went inside because he wanted a sandwich and asked if I wanted one too, so I said yes please. He asked what I wanted and I said I wasn't sure so salad would be fine, but he said I should come inside and have a look in the fridge to see what we had. I just sat down and got comfortable in the shade and couldn't be bothered moving so I said just put a bit of everything on there. And that's how I ended up with a sandwich that had Vegemite, peanut butter, lettuce, cheese, tomato, a fun-sized cherry, ripe, and two or three jelly snakes. In all honesty, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever eaten. OP was listing out the ingredients and I was like, okay, maybe not horrendous. But then you got to the jelly snakes at the very end and it's like, that's a little weird. 
let alone the Vegemite and peanut butter. Our next story is by Golden Speck. Customer tells me I never fill his cup correctly, so I don't fill it at all. My first job was at Dunkin'. I loved the work and the free coffee, but management was poor. I was only there for three months. Like all coffee shops, we had our regulars, and every single one of them was nice, except the guy this story is about. I don't know what his problem with me was. I really don't. I smiled. I used my manners. I did my best to make his drink perfect, but he hated me. He always got hot chocolate, which is weird. No normal person's usual at Dunkin' is a hot chocolate. So this man always brings in his own travel cup, this was 2017 pre-COVID, and he always indicated an imaginary line to fill the cup up to. This is where my frustration begins. If you've ever had the misfortune of working at Dunkin', you know how the hot chocolate machine works. You push the button for the size ordered, and a certain amount pours out. There is a stop button, but it's not immediate. A little still dribbles out. The small wasn't enough. The medium was too much. Which means twice a week when this man showed up, I'd have to press the medium button, hit the stop button, and hope he's pleased. He never was. It was always too much, I'd have to pour some out, or too little, I'd have to hit the small button and stop button to pour more. It was infuriating. Some days a coworker would run the front counter, and he always accepted whatever she gave him the first time. The problem wasn't the drink, it was me. Anyways, my manager sucked and my coworkers were mean and I got tired of this place quick. Hot chocolate man just really added to it. And one day I snapped. He'd already come in the two days prior and I rolled my eyes when he walked in. I was rude taking his order and before he handed his cup to me, he said, Now I've told you too many times it needs to be filled to here and pointed to his imaginary line. Yesterday was too full. I had it. I snatched it from his hand and mumbled, You don't want it too full? Fine. It's not going to be too full. I went over to the machine, pressed the small, immediately pressed the stop, and took the cup out from under the spout. The excess that dribbled out splashed over the splash guard onto the floor. As I was walking to the counter, I looked down and there was maybe two sips in there. Here, shoved it towards him. He saw what was in it. They said, wait a minute. I did not. I had other customers. Another coworker came and filled it up for him. I quit two weeks later and only saw him a couple more times, but he always accepted whatever I gave him and didn't complain. See, what I'm struggling with is why is there ever a situation where the guy's like, yeah, there's too much hot chocolate in my provided cup. Like, was it spilling out if it's too full in his cup holder or something? I feel like that's the only reasonable explanation because otherwise, who turns down more hot chocolate than you were expecting? And I'm sure that was marginal at best, too. Our next story is by Girl I'm at my wit's end. Stop asking if you need help while you shop. Sure thing. I loved my old job, even though it was retail, but unfortunately got activated for a mission, so I had to end it. Still enjoyed it, though. Anyways, as usual when you work in retail, managers really pushed for you to greet customers on the floor and ask if they need assistance. Easy, not a problem. I was on the floor and saw this older woman and did my usual, Hi, welcome to store name. Are you looking for anything in particular today? Which is usually met with either a yes or no, but she bursted out saying, Can you just leave me alone to shop? I'm so tired of being asked the same question. I guess one of my coworkers had asked her already. My mistake. So I said, I apologize. Let me know if you have any questions. Which she replied, Well, I won't. I won't need your help. 
Okay, great. I didn't get commission off sales, so it really didn't matter to me. Managers saw it and told me they'd handle her if needed. My management was fantastic at helping and supporting their employees. So later on, I'm helping a group of customers with showing the price of the purses they were purchasing, and lo and behold, Miss I won't need your help comes stopping up to me and interrupted me while I was speaking to the group. Meanwhile, there's plenty of other employees who aren't helping anyone since there was a bit of a lull, and demands that I help her with the price and getting a bag from the back, which I respond with, oh, I'm sorry, I'm assisting these customers at the moment. I can have my coworker blank assist you. She says, but you said if I had any questions I can ask you. I say I understand, I can definitely assist you once I'm finished. She ended up getting assistance from someone else and purchased her purse and left. Thank goodness I wasn't assigned to a register that day cause with my luck, I probably would have been the one checking her out. While I only worked there for a few months, the amount of customers I've had like that were astonishing. Fortunately, and also unfortunately for me, I was usually one of the only people that could handle them, and was always asked if I could help them when they gave my other coworkers stress. I'd still go back to that job though. Considering OP kept talking about purchasing purses, I'm kind of wondering if this was like a, a high-level brand type store. Somewhere where there's going to be some pretty entitled, rich, out-of-touch people strolling through here. Or just could be an average tour. Honestly, there's people like this everywhere. This next story is by Serenity B. The mills of the Department of Labor grind slow but sure. It was a company of around 50 employees, a small office staff, and many field technicians that worked across one U.S. state. The owner, in his infinite wisdom, decided that most of the office staff should be salaried since they were heads of their own departments. Of one. The biggest problem was that you got paid hourly below 40 hours and salaried exempt over 40. Office staff worked 8 to 5 with a 1 hour unpaid lunch and 2 breaks of 10 minutes each. For the first year or so, everything was fine. The office staff worked 40 hours with one of my coworkers coming in 15 minutes early to unlock and leaving 15 early while I locked up. Then came the day of one of those meetings. You know, the ones where everyone except the boss leave as a disgruntled employee. Since you're all salaried and have fancy manager and director titles, more is expected of you than from the hourly employees. You all need to clock in at 7.45 and out at 5.15. Everyone grumbled but obeyed for the next few pay periods, long enough for the owner to forget and move on. A month later, everyone had went back to the old routine. Everyone, but me that is. I had some information from a former coworker. It seemed a cabal of disgruntled ex-employees had decided to go to the Department of Labor to lodge complaints about the many illegal activities the company engaged in. Most notable being that everyone was docked one hour for lunch regardless of whether they took it or not. So I sat on that order to work 30 minutes extra a day, 5 days a week, 52 weeks a year, and I complied for roughly 2 years until out of nowhere another meeting was called. The boss was angsty and shorter than usual, trying to play it cool and fooling no one. We work 8 to 5 and everyone must take their 1 hour lunch breaks. Work-life balance is important and everyone must only work 40 hours a week max. This applies to myself and all of you, we're in this together and 40 hours is enough to get everything done. After the meeting, only one of my coworkers asked me why I looked like the cat that swallowed the canary 
in spite of my efforts to resist the urge to laugh while rubbing my hands together. The boss was pretty oblivious, but that would have definitely got some kind of suspicion. I worked there for about a year longer before my tolerance for the owner's abuse finally ran out. A few months after I left, I got a check in the mail for three-ish months pay and a letter protesting that it was under duress and they did nothing wrong and the government was being heavy-handed, etc. I don't know what all he pulled, but he was the kind of person that was stubborn enough to be held in contempt of court for failing to pay a disgruntled ex-employee's commission check after being ordered by a judge to do so. All I know is, is if you're going to go to the lengths of doing this, you better be sure to cover your butt and have all your records lined up straight for the moment it does go down. And our final story of the day is by Med School Life Sucks. Do your presentation for you? Okay. This happened yesterday and I can't stop laughing about it still. I'm doing a rotation and the resident came up to me asking for a favor and I said sure. He was super busy and wanted me to put together a presentation for him that he has to give tomorrow. So I said yeah why not. I can squeeze some time today and put it together. He's super thankful and says we'll catch up in a few. This dude comes up and has nothing. Like no research, no notes, absolutely nothing and wants me to do his work for him, summarize it, and put it together. Not only that, but he wants it by no later than 9pm today, with a sly, keep this between us, look. I was so caught off guard, and was so close to telling him to go freak himself, but then a wonderful idea crossed my mind. Malicious compliance time. I wrote up the crappiest presentation I could humanly muster. I'm talking typos, incorrect facts, obnoxious slide colors, a transition between every transition, and random sound effects and random slides, like some PowerPoint landmine. An absolute atrocity. It was beautiful. 9pm rolls in, and my phone is blowing up. The resident's asking me about the presentation. I say I'm very sorry, I'm almost done with it, but I need to finish some questions in my block, and then I'll wrap it up and send it right away. The resident says, OP, that's very unprofessional, just so you know. LMAO. You should have prioritized it first and then worried about your block. The presentation's at 10.30am and I need to spend some time to go over it. I say again, I'm very sorry, I'll send it shortly. I turn off my phone and send it to him at 1am, giddy as all heck. At this point, I should mention, he's expected to do this presentation himself and not delegate it. And if it's found out that he had someone else do it, you'll get in trouble and get chewed out. So he can't even blame me. Immunity. I walk into the hospital today at 8 sharp and I'm greeted by him and he looks freaking furious. It legit took every fiber of my being to not burst into laughter in front of him. I was dying. As the day goes, he disappears for an hour or so. He had to redo everything in a panic but still managed to come up with a material and presentation in almost an hour and did okay, which honestly was pretty impressive. He had it in him and could have done it easily, but was lazy and tried to take advantage of me. The good thing is now I know for sure he won't be asking me to do his work for him anymore and leave me alone. Today was a good day. To be completely fair, this dude tried to dump all of his work right off on OP and hope that they just go and do it, and then had the gall to say that's very unprofessional that OP prioritized their stuff supposedly over their work that they're gonna so graciously do for them. They earned it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. 
So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.